Welcome to Product Coffee, a podcast where product management leaders share stories, advice, and thoughts on all things product over a cup of coffee. Grab a cup of joe and join us to level up your product career 30 minutes at a time. Um, one of the big problems, top of the list right now, is just product culture, team culture. Let's go into it. Let um, Cool. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I'd be curious to know what your experience is with this, Chuzel. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I think, just reflecting on it, um, is we've had a habit of like doing big bang things to kind of feed product culture and build product culture. And it'll, we'll have peaks and valleys, but we'll, we'll be very focused on it. And then we'll retreat from it because we get caught up in the work or big launches or or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Give me an example Um, of what are that, the big things, what does that mean? Yeah. It could be like rolling out a new career path guide, for example, kind of a big investment Mm -hmm. um, where we talk about, where we lay out the different expectations for the different roles of what it looks like to be a PM, a senior PM, a group PM, director, what have you. Um, talk about different skills that you would need at each of those places. It could be rolling out a new coaching plan template, mm-hmm. like lots of these kind of big, not I guess paradigm shifting initiatives to help mm-hmm. improve cultural aspects of the team. And what gets lost in that and what we've been starting to realize is all the little stuff that happens in between. Right. You can do these big bang things that happen like once a quarter or whatever, but it's the stuff in between where it's just kind of like, oh, going to get drinks for a happy hour. That's kind of hard in today's day and age. Right. But mm-hmm. those are the those little kind of impromptu things that help people build connections. Um, those have been kind of lost, especially yeah. in, a, in a remote environment. So um, yeah, I think just kind of given the state of the industry right now where turnover, I think is pretty high across the board where people are seeing opportunities to find a new, find a new job, especially if they hung on during the pandemic and now they're ready for something new. Plus the comp yeah. that's out there for product folks. Um, this has become more and more of a thing for us and yeah. really trying to invest in just making Ibotta a fun place to work and a fun place to be on the product team and deliver help create unique job satisfaction. Um, one of the things that we've been talking about is like, we'll never win on comp. Like there will be, there will be organizations out there who will pay insane amounts of money. Like, okay. Um, well, A, we need to be like competitive on comp, but also what can we do beyond that to make Ibotta a really kind of unique place to be? Um, so that's, that's been top of mind. For, for me this week and the other partners yeah. at the company. We, no, I mean, attrition is not uh, unique to y'all. I'm sure that every company in our, our phases are, are struggling with a similar um, uh, challenge. And, you know, the attrition that we've seen, I haven't, I haven't seen, I mean, our teams are much smaller, right? Like my product teams, yeah. like um, how many people total, like less than 10, right? I mean, it's not, you know, attrition there is not going to look, uh, crazy. Um, what has, I haven't experienced the attrition, uh, on the product team in my, in my, uh, during my time, which I've only been there for six months. Yeah. Um, so it's very, well, small. that's good. That's a plus. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, small team, but yeah. And they're sure. relatively new. So, I mean, yeah. I think the company as a whole has experienced, uh, attrition yeah. and, um, you know, some of the challenges, 
was interesting. And like you mentioned like building that culture, that space to do great work or get attracted to a, pl- a company and you knock out yeah. all the, all the things, right? Like, yeah. okay. If it's salary, cool. We'll do salary. If it's this, we'll do that. If it's, you know, X, Y, Z, we'll do that. Right. Yeah. Um, and then there's still attrition, right? Like, okay, wait, totally. what's going on? Yeah. And so um, I think one thing, one idea or concept hypothesis I have around that is um, you can build that great space. And that's awesome. If that space is, exists, you don't have to worry about that what you were about next is giving them something meaningful to work on and giving them uh, accountability to um, (laughs) having a piece of that thing to work on uh, and, and have that personal meaning. And so I think that's a shifting mindset where a lot of these companies that are more project prescriptive of like, Hey, I want you to go do this by this date are shifting their mindset to, okay, let's make it outcome focused. You know, using the OKR foundation, using empowered product teams to go solve good problems and giving them all the tools and resources to do great work. Um, That's the step. And then giving them clear and actionable goals to um, really uh, level up their careers and and provide meaning in their, in their day to day. And I think that's the most challenging part, right? Like you could, if you knock that out of the park, I think the rest is not as important or, you know, you can be a little bit more flexible, but yeah, I'm convinced that people, the majority of people who leave a company do not leave for comp. I think when people leave a company, uh, there is something that is causing them to look and take the call. And once they take the call, the comp opportunities are obviously very enticing. Yeah, right. and I think it helps make it helps f- folks make the decision to to pursue a new opportunity. Mm. Um, but there's there's something else that's happening that is causing that dissatisfaction that is making them open to the idea of, of looking elsewhere. Um, and I think it's a lot of what you're talking about. It's like pawns versus players. It mm. is um, connection with other people on the team, connection with right. the company. Mm. Um, it is, I, I, I've been thinking a lot more recently about this idea of just having a feeling of growth in your day-to-day work. So there's mm. the, there's of course the big markers of growth that happen in a career where it's a promotion or a comp change or um, new responsibilities, new projects, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But then there's the the stuff in between those kind of big milestone moments in a career. And it's things like good coaching from your manager. It is having opportunity and space to have conversations like we're having right now about just kind of thought leadership space to exercise different muscles in the brain um, to help folks feel like that they're getting better at their job. They're picking up new skills. They're tinkering with new tactics. They are um, growing their network. They're being introduced to more people, but they're being exposed to new ideas. Like, I think there's a lot of value in in that as well, um, which I think often gets overlooked. I I love all that. That that makes a lot of sense. I think the coaching aspect and, and reminding them of that accomplishments in a way that might not just be um, comp related or title related, but I, I think what might be a good exercise and, and you, you got my uh, curiosity going 
is like maybe once a quarter sitting down with, with your team and kind of working on those resume line items to say with them, like in collaboration Mm -hmm. to say, here's what you've done here. Like, here's this awesome thing. Look at this impact and then help them think about this continually. So then they can level these things up and say, Hey, you have a limit of four. You can't go like, you have to replace one with something more ambitious. So then get after that. Oh, that's interesting. There's a little bit of a challenge in goal setting maybe. Um, Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. I wonder if that could work. Cause I, I think really, on, really early cool on, yeah. I, I had a, a good mentor, Eric Werner. Um, I really enjoyed, uh, I, I learned so much from him and that was like my yeah. first product coach that just, you know, um, got me opened up myself up into this world. And, uh, that was one thing that he really encouraged, which just blew me away. I was just like, wait, why do you want me to generate a resume? Like, is it, yeah. Right, am I out of the company? Like, guys, all the, like, what's what's going on? And it was like, it was like, no, it was like, I want you to think in this way, and like, that's helpful. And like, oh, yeah. And it, so I think you know, it wasn't as a forced function as like what I'm talking about is making it an intentful exercise. But I think having something like that might be interesting. But, I think you know, you're making me think of one way that we could. Do you do mid year reviews at Chisel? It's not as formal yet, but I think we're heading in that direction. Um, okay. So yeah, yeah we so do like we do a 90 be... day review, which is interesting. And then oh, interesting. I think nice. we're doing a year review and maybe there's mid. So we're, we're yeah. kind of playing around, but yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, I bought it as still does mid year reviews. Um, and this could be a really interesting exercise to do is say, put your top four accomplishments down yeah. so, so far this year. Right. And just go through this exercise. Like, all right, at end of year, we're going to look at your top four accomplishments this year. And I really hope to see some bigger and better things than what you've got so far. These are awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like these are right. like accomplishments so you need to be proud yeah, of. Let's knock like, these out. How do we level yeah. it up? Yeah, yeah exactly. We, Love that. Yeah. That's, that's a great idea. I'm doing it. Huh. Still. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's, let's craft it. This will be our little experiment. You do it on your side. I'll do it on mine. And we'll All right. see how it nets out. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Done. Uh, yeah. I love that. Um, what, so outside of just, you know, giving the, the meaning and, and purpose and, and showing outcomes, yeah. like, I'm curious when you say culture, like what in, yeah. you talk about the little things and not just the little things in culture, but like what it comes stems down from is like this, um, how you'll work in the day to day when shit hits the fan. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the, what is the environment like? Like, is it a, uh, yeah you know, is it this, um, motivation, like excitement, or is it more of like an, oh shit scared moment? Or like, like, I wonder, like that might be a a thing to look at and tackle as well of like, I've been in companies with both where you want a little bit of that risk or that like, um, nervousness feeling of anxiety of like, yes, I want to hit this goal. I want to be ambitious. Right. And I might not hit it, but then you also don't want to be like operating out of a sense of fear in an environment. And so there's a balance. And I'm curious, like, if you notice anything like that. I don't think, at least I would like to think that Ibotta doesn't have like a a culture of fear situation. Um, I would say like from my perspective and what I understand of of how folks on the team feel is that they do generally feel it is, it is collaborative. Mm. Um, And when people are are coming together to work on projects, it's generally a a good working relationship amongst everybody. Um, when things go sideways as well, I think it's it's generally speaking a let's figure this out together 
sort of situation. Let's get mm. the information down on the table, on a whiteboard, on a mural board, whatever the case may be. Um, and let's just let's just work through. Let's just work the data. Let's work the problem. Yeah. Um, and I think from someone who just joined the company straight out of school to Luke, our CTO, like there is a commitment to working the problem and doing so um, with the best interests of the business in mind, always as the guiding guiding light. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't. I like that. I don't see us in a position where we are so hell bent on certain. KRs and goals that it is creating unhealthy anxiety amongst right, amongst the right. Team. Well, that, um, that's positive, right? Because I think yeah, I've just been a part of environments that are a little bit or it can dip into that, and where it's yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's another aspect of the culture you want to make sure you nip in the bud or address. But yeah, it's totally like an element of psychological safety. I think that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, I wonder if that's something you can measure and, and, and aspire to hit, you know? Yeah. I know there's a lot of psychological uh, safety surveys and um, I've tried to do my own take on those in various different environments. And um, especially when it comes to product um, in in that kind of environment, but. How'd you say things are at Chuzel in that regard? Yeah. um, I think they're, really positive. I mean, Chuzo yeah. has won a lot of awards for their work environment and, you know, a lot of companies can pay for that. And, you know, it's, I've actually seen it and experienced it firsthand that it's actually no legit. Like they do care nice. about the people and environment. They spend a lot of time, like it's the number one, uh, it's not the number one, but it's in our, um, company. OKRs is like that. Yeah. Um, ENPS, employee uh, NPS, cool. or um, you nice. know, a, some sort of measurement of psychological safety or, or employee satisfaction. So, I think um, you know, uh, in that regards, it's it's great. I think it's like the unintentional things that might um, cause. I, I don't think, like I said, I don't think it it never goes to unsafe environment, but there's unintentional actions that we take in moments of crisis that might lead to certain behaviors that we want to um, not or avoid yeah. or learn from, right? Like, Hey, why did sure. we respond in that way? Or why did something happen in an incident? Like I really liked Ibotta where they had the uh, post-mortem culture where you can kind of yeah. diagnose what went on and, and try to talk about that constructively. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that's something that as an organization you figure out. And then because we have such a new team, it is something we're still, figuring out we're not going to ever solve, but like, this is the something that, you know, as new people come in, new leadership come in, new team members and certain actions happen. And then we reflect and understand, diagnose and try to, um, you know, address in in some way, shape or form. I think that it's just, it's almost like in the storming phase. So to address your question in terms of like the overall environment is amazing. And then it's the storming phase of like figuring out the right working contracts and the, you know, all of that stuff that, that kind of yeah. comes at a high growth company, um, yeah. to really set yourself up for success, but yeah, totally. I mean, that's gotta be so fun, like to be in that very nascent and constant evolving stage. Like I imagine there's like something changing every day. Um, I mean, I bought it there is too, but it's, I think it's a little bit like, I mean, it's a little bit further along, I think in its yeah. development. Um, right, right. 
So it's, I mean, it definitely changes a lot. And I think, you know, I would say that I bought it, I would imagine it chooseable is just one of those things where it's the culture is constantly changing because you have people coming in and out. You have new personalities always entering and exiting the stage. Mm-hmm. The macro environment's changing. The business needs are changing. Like it's, it's never set. It's never done. Right. Um, never is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm curious to see if that's the same for other organizations, like the bigger ones too, that are a little more further along. But um, yeah, well, the, the, it's interesting stuff, man. Um, yeah, thanks for uh, jamming with me on that for 15. It's good um, jam. <laughs> I got to run, but uh, it's good catching up. Bud. This has been Product Coffee, produced and engineered by me, Kevin Gentry. Through our podcast partner, Anchor, you can now record a voice message and send us ideas or topics to cover, and who knows, we might end up playing it on the show. You can also become a supporter of Product Coffee by contributing a monthly donation to help us sustain future episodes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Product Coffee on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.